Welcome everybody to the Super Larios Bala Super Show. We're back. It's been a little bit. Although, if you're listening to the pod says they've been put up, you're like, you just did one of these like two days ago. It's like, yeah, we're still sitting on a few, don't worry. Yeah, I'm still have to edit out all of Sean's N-words, which there were a lot of. At least just half of them. So it's still like eight in there, and you're like, damn. I'm like, goodness, I... It's just too many here. I gotta leave some in for artistic integrity. We don't even make it to the theme song without at least two. I'm like, but all of these ones in here bump the podcast's parental rating up to like a podcast xxx which usually is just used for recording people having sex a couple of the n-words really bridge the chorus together i mean yeah i mean can't get rid of all of them but i'd like to cut down at least four or five mm-hmm. per minute it's like when they censor like an nwa song it's like oh why bother yeah who cares uh speaking of black people and well basically what we just did uh i, I received news that our podcast was almost responsible for a death the other day oh no uh i know our dad has talked about like oh your podcast so funny i almost laugh like drove off the road but uh this is for someone who i believe was maybe in like true danger where uh he's listening to our podcast on his phone and he sent me a message about this he was in downtown baltimore Mm. in like a subway spicy and ever had one of those moments where like you turn to do something you have headphones in and like you're Thing gets like your cord gets hooked on something and you turn it just pulls right out if it was me i'd be terrified because i'm like oh god i don't want everyone to know i'm listening to like carly ray jepson on my phone because it just if, if it's an ipod it shuts right off yeah but on a phone it just shoots out of the speakers at oh yeah that sucks so that happens to him he's listening to our podcast downtown baltimore the line that comes out of the phone is you saying black people aren't really animals they're people they're more like animals <laughs> I feel like there should be some context there. I'm sure I was doing I'm, an impression of somebody. Maybe you? I mean, me, I'm sure there was context somewhere in there. There's no context for all of the people in the subway that just hear it coming out of this guy's phone immediately. He's a white guy, I take yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, super white. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Plays Dungeons and Dragons. He's very white. <laughs> uh, he hasn't told me how many black people are at the subway. Like, I like to think it was like a line of like... I don't know, like, Roman Reigns, him, The Rock, somehow Malcolm X. <laughs> like, just a line of big and angry black He's been hiding out and just doing bicep curls all day. Yeah, he's super ripped. Like, a, a Malcolm X fused onto the body of Terry Crews. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> super huge. And then, um, probably, like, I don't know, Baltimore doesn't have a basketball team, do they? No. I guess the Ravens. There's enough black people on there. But sure. the Baltimore Ravens minus a kick-up hunter and quarterback, because those are the only, let's, let's yeah. be honest. Maybe a couple linemen, not a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Those are like the, the group at the subway at that time that comes out. He's dead, right? Like, at that point? Um, maybe maybe if it's not all of them, those guys have careers they have to worry about that a murder might be hard to wrap up. Although it is all black people. That is a soul of solidarity. Like, Brother Narcisse, like, just, like, everybody, like, pound fist, like, for the brotherhood. Still not the N-word. I mean, like, that would be damning. That's not great, but... I mean, isn't it essentially the N-word, just without being the actual N-word? When you make the comment, black people aren't really people, they're more like animals? Well, we're all animals, I mean. Yeah. Oh, we're really... 
<laughs> we have to hope they think of it scientifically. Like Neil deGrasse Tyson's, the, like the guy working at the counter who's just like, they're all about to gang up on him. He's like, actually, gentlemen, if you think about it clinically... Oh, no. Black people don't know who you are, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Run! (laughs) You're wearing a sweater vest. They don't trust you. You're a white celebrity. (laughs) You'd hang out with Bill Nye the Science Guy. They don't know you. You're like the pirate on Game of Thrones. Nobody that's black knows who you are. (laughs) Old Sandor. Saladon. Something. Schmetty Schmetty. Yeah, like this. Just as good a guess. Schmetty Schmetty. Good old Schmetty (laughs) Schmetty. Good old Schmetty the pirate. Oh, it's... Hoping you to enjoy that your comment almost got to a young man's life being taken. I feel like you just dropped it like it's one of my catchphrases or something. <laughs> like that's your t-shirt that's, that comes that's out. That's my cowabunga, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> that's essentially where we start marketing you from. Like, um, hey, you know, when your dishes are dirty, you get Ajax to fix that up. And you're just popping in like, black people are more like animals when you get right down to it. Wicka, wicka, wicka. That's that's when, like, the white chick from fucking uh, Lean On Me comes in, like, the recording of my Bartman video. (laughs) Black people are more like animals. You're like, I don't approve of the song's message, but this is a pretty killer beat. We were supposed to get Prince, but. Yeah. Well, obviously, some things have tied that up. This is after Lemmy promised me at Christmas of last year he'd definitely come in for it. I've seen pictures of his siblings. They don't look alike. It's no. not like Tom Hanks' brother doing all the Toy Story stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's definitely going to call into question what's going on here. It's sad, Prince Dead. It's been a tough year for musicians in 2016. I know. It's only May. Yeah. It's not even May at the time we're recording this. Yeah. It's just getting bigger and bigger. Like, I mean, fuck. I never thought we'd lose David Bowie and Prince in, like, a two-and-a-half-month time period. Yeah, that, like... Like, Mark Maron's just crying his tits off somewhere doing oh, these yeah. podcasts. Every, everybody who's watching vinyl, which I guess is some people at this point still, they have to just be losing it. Because this has been a rough year. I mean, that's all, like, rock, but still. Yeah. David Bowie, Prince, I feel like kind of blended. So, like, revolutionary 70s musicians, yeah, and definitely. Lemmy. Yeah, like, definitely, I feel like it ties all in there. Scott Weiland's still a big deal. It's contemporary. Or more, I guess. Is there... I mean, obviously there are people who could die right now in music who'd still be, like, pretty crazy. Like, oh my god, Kanye West just suddenly died? That'd be insane. But, like, if someone kind of, um... Not obscure, but, like, their time in the spotlight's kind of to the past a little bit. Is there someone who could die now that, like, would blow Prince out of the water? Uh, blow him out of the water. Maybe uh, not blow him out of the water, but could... Because, look, China died the same day Prince did. Yeah. No one cares. I, I, I'll i be honest. I didn't even care when it was just China's dead. I was like, I want to make a good China joke on Twitter, but I see a lot of my followers are pretty sad about this, so I just won't. I tried, like, who would have been huge in the 90s? Like, that would be the best example, and it hasn't really been big since... Like, I mean, the entire Ace of Base band could die. I don't think it would be bigger than Prince dying. Uh, Madonna, maybe? Madonna would be big. That might be, like, the one you could point to where if, like, all, if she just dropped dead she tomorrow. She just suddenly was found dead. It's like, well, like gay guys are like, oh, my God, what <laughs> a couple of weeks. What a rough couple of weeks. <laughs> it's just a giant pile of gay guys' bodies hurled off a cliff, slowly accruing higher and higher. <laughs> oh, I don't want to live here anymore. Why? 
She was so sexy, like, not really. Yeah. <laughs> she was so hot, she spoke to me! For, like, a strung-out 60-year-old? Yeah, she was okay. <laughs> yeah. For somebody who kept trying way too hard at way too old of an age? Sure, absolutely. This is Kelly Ripa biceps. <laughs> and fake, shitty British accent. Uh, I was trying to think the other, like, what was my first Prince memory? And it's weird, because, like, my first David Bowie is definitely Labyrinth. Mm-hmm. And my first Prince is probably watching the old, the Michael Keaton Batman where uh, he does, I think he did like three or four songs on the soundtrack that play intermittently. One plays when Joker's men tear up the the museum, mm-hmm. and then another one plays when Joker's like handing all the money out in the parade. Like, and then I think there was an actual bat dance video he did. Bat dance. That would be my first memory of Prince. So I, once again, just like David Bowie, I don't really have any memories of like the musical icon. Everything's kind of after the fact. I certainly felt bad after it happened because I know Prince's. I know some of his songs. Like my issue is I don't know them off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Like I can tell you, Prince wrote "Purple Rain." Yeah, I don't. I couldn't tell you how "Purple Rain" goes unless you gave me the first like starting notes of it. Yeah. Um, the only song because when Prince died, obviously everyone was like, "I gotta go look up a Prince song," like to remind myself. The Prince song I went to is... Uh, Where's Barry Beret? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> you big queen. <laughs> uh, 1999, I think it is. Yeah, party like it's 1999. And the only reason I went to that one is because every time it came on the radio, I used to be like, fuck yeah, Susu Studio! And I'm uh, like, oh, this isn't Susu yeah, Studio. Yeah, yeah, it does oh. start like that. Yeah, it starts exactly like it to the point I'm like, Phil, mm, this mm, is a little suspect. Uh, 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 yeah. Yeah. God damn it, this isn't my 11th favorite Phil Collins song. <laughs> Every time I'm like, oh fuck yeah, Susu Studio getting to play on the radio. They're like, no, it's someone much bigger than Phil Collins getting play on the radio. I don't, I'd say bigger. I don't know about much bigger. I, that's my thought. I just feel like, I feel like if Phil Collins died tomorrow, you and me would be the only people like having like a very public eulogy. Well, it. it's not doing him any favor dying like three days after Prince. That, <laughs> I wish there was at least a few weeks. If we could add a little bit of a buffer. Yeah, can we can we give music a break before if, like, we take came, away another god? If it came after like a barrage of like terrorists dying, a bunch of people, you're like, good, the world's better off without them before we lose someone beloved again. Maybe China would have had a couple more seconds yeah. on the news if it had been Phil Collins dying instead of Prince. But it still would have been like her family like, oh well, despite her, you know, her drawbacks and her personal demons, all the fans can spend today remembering China. Like, get that bloated he cow off the television. Phil Collins just died. <laughs> like China's mom comes up, Phil Collins is dead. <laughs> get that he cow off there. <laughs> like even she's just like China, what give gives a fuck about China, Prince? Someone <laughs> give Phil Collins a stab! Someone Someone <laughs> Terry's already like, oh, Phil Collins talk again! But only barely talking about his discography. Yeah, we're still just kind of skipping around. I did a, I thought it was funny the other day, for some reason, uh, at the gym, they have, they play uh, Good Morning America. What channel is that on? It must be CBS, I guess? I don't know. It's whatever. Today's show is NBC. CBS would be the only other one. It's the same channel that's got Kelly and Michael. I think that's CBS. What it, if it's CBS? Maybe it's ABC. I think actually it's ABC. Okay, that sounds about right. Because uh, they had a commercial for like, oh, up next on Reg- on Kelly and Michael. 
Michael versus uh, Terry oh. Crews in a dance-off. <laughs> I don't know why, just like, without rea- without thinking about it, me in my head's like, don't do it, Michael, he'll kill you! <laughs> <laughs> like, actually worried for his You're safety. Like, Michael, no! <laughs> He's an animal out there on the dance floor. <laughs> it's absurd! He'll destroy you! There's no competing that. You can't beat it, that's a big that's the massive man built to dance. That's the Flash challenging you to a foot race. He was chiseled out of very danceable marble. Was just like screaming out, "Don't hurt him, Terry! <laughs> Please don't!" Like this Ivan Drago against Apollo Creed. Like, no, I know you're gonna show up out of the ring, but he'll kill you. <laughs> I'm Mickey. Like, don't do it. He'll murder you. He's too good. <laughs> that must have been one of their final shows, though, right? Because he just yeah. left Kelly and Mike. I think he's got another week or two. Yeah. But it's supposedly and, it's pretty awkward there. <laughs> yeah, I'd imagine so. Uh, I forget. I saw some like news article. I heard he was leaving, going on to Good Morning America. He'd been doing every because once again it's on when I'm at the gym. Uh, he'd been on every Wednesday during football oh, season. I, I was going to let it go once. He'd been on. Is this what we're doing now? This might like Mikey's like black corner word on the street. Yo, he been on that. Shit. He been on that for a while. But it was starting. We're to get talking gre- about Good Morning America. It was you starting to get use- greasy by the end. <laughs> you could use the whole phrase. Yeah, he had been on Good Morning America during football season every Wednesday, mm-hmm. and I hadn't noticed that that had just continued into off football season. No, but I, I guess it. I guess it did seem like they were probably setting up for that to happen. I don't know why. I would just assume. I don't know the ratings on either shows, but I would just assume I'd rather be. The co-host, as far as money-wise, the co-host on Kelly and whatever, as Mike. opposed to one of seven hosts on Good Morning America. But maybe Good Morning America is just that much bigger. Of a show. I mean, I guess the only people who watch Kelly and Michael are like because it's like nine to ten, yeah, right? like home. You know, I don't want to say housewives and apply it's just women watching it, but just the people who stay at home don't work nine to five. Yeah, don't work nine to five. But if you wake up early enough, you could still technically, especially if you go job that starts at a later shift, you could watch at least part of Good Morning America and then yeah. go in. So I guess... But if you work second shift, there's no way of getting up to watch Good Morning no, America. <laughs> I don't watch Good Morning. I don't know anyone who watches Good Morning America. I mean, obviously you only do because it's at the gym. Some but... hot chicks on it. The Weather Girl's smoking hot. She's actually on uh, Dancing with the Stars for maybe this season of the most jerk-offable Dancing with the Stars season ever. I mean, it's... Between her and Jodie Sweetie. Yeah, I was gonna say, Jodie Sweetie is on it, and she just does have the... I'm sure the cans are gonna be out in, like, full regard. Oh, yeah. I assume they're gonna be, like, she's like, I'm not even gonna bother wearing a bra just for you guys out there. Come on, girls! This is our 15 minutes of fame! You have a popular show for some reason. <laughs> somehow. Yeah, you've already gotten a second season, somehow. <laughs> for some Very reason. Quickly. I mean, I know Christopher watched you in <laughs> an entire weekend, but that isn't... I thought you only got to make one deal with the devil. How'd you get two seasons? <laughs> one for each Olsen twin. Um... Uh, yeah, no, I read some, or saw some headline that was like, Why Kelly's Furious at... The Good Morning America. So I guess there's some drama to it, but I'm like, look, I like Michael Strand. Well, no one told her. Like, I she found out like a few hours before the world found oh, out. Oh wow! Yeah, I, I like Michael Strand. I certainly don't care enough about him to dig into his daytime TV yeah. drama, though. So I was like, mm, I'm just gonna pass over this one and just assume it's nothing crazy. Like <laughs> Michael Strand calls Kelly Ripa the N word. Like, ooh. Well, it's kind of like, and. I have to assume it's amicable, but not amicable. I, I don't think it is at all. 
I have to assume she's not furious at him, though. Otherwise, why would he stay around to finish up the show? Just for appearances, to try and yes. salvage something. Because I think, I think she's probably angrier at the network. Yeah. I have to assume she couldn't be, like, her full... But I guess he... I mean, I'm sure he's known about this, or at least the possibility of about it for weeks, if not months. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, anytime I saw commercials, it's kind of like the Vince McMahon approach. He's always dancing. It's always, like, him just jucking and jiving and, like, doing crazy high fives with whatever black guest shows up. And it's, like... (laughs) Maybe he's tired of that. I don't know. But I, I can't imagine I they're going to have him more thugged out on Good Morning America. Yeah. I mean, I don't... He's on Fox Sunday still. And, I mean, there it's like respectable football talk. But it's like the goofy like, version of the football morning shows. So he must be just accustomed to being goofy and silly shit. Yeah. I mean, if they pay you enough, who cares? You already have a Super Bowl ring and you're in the guaranteed to be in the Hall of Fame. Or I think he actually already may be in the Hall of Fame, so... Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't think it really matters at that point. There's a big bust in Canton with a big mass and missing gap in the teeth. No, and he's gotta be... He'll be the wealthiest football player that's ever lived. I mean, with the amount of money he's gonna keep making. Yeah, I mean, the only person I think that could compete may be Peyton Manning when he retires. Maybe. Because he's just gonna have, in addition to all the football money... He's also going to have, a, assuredly, he's going to have a TV deal. I don't know if it's going to be at this point. He has to be like analyst. a part owner of Papa John's. Yeah, as and well. then you count all the advertising. With how many stocks he has, and all the advertising groups nationwide, and all that shit that he's also a part of. I'm sure that dude makes a shit ton. Unless this, he could. I bet right now though, Michael Strahan. Oh yeah, Michael Strahan. I'd have to. You know what? Maybe there's a way to check this out. Who? How much the... did Michael Strahan get paid to stab Kelly Ripper right in the heart? <laughs> Who are the wealthiest? And they did like, whatever, they announced it like Thursday, and then Friday she's like, yeah, I'm not coming into work tomorrow, so there's not going to be a a Kelly and Rip, whatever. And then she came back in, I guess, Monday or Tuesday with Michael, and they did this kind of real phony baloney, like, well, you know, hey, let's make the best of the time we have, and I love Michael, and and you could tell, like, (laughs) he goes for like the high five, and she's probably been the closest she's mm -hmm. ever been to using the N-word, like, I can't believe you. You filthy fuck. You filthy fuck. We just put the picture with your name on the front door and everything. We were about to start off a bestified Terry Crews and you dance off. And we had to stop at round two? Look, No I one's s- going to tolerate that. I saw the writing on the wall. Did you see me in round one? I barely survived. Yeah, I was... I managed to hold it together, but I was gassed. But did you see that worm? Oh, God. Terry went easy on me. He's not going to give me a second He's bite of that apple. Uh, let's see here. He wants to put down these young pups, even though I think I'm a year younger than him. Uh, a lot of these are making sense. Tom or um, uh, Tom Brady, Brett Favre, John Elway, Peyton Manning's on there. He's got to be making one of Brett Favre. John Madden. Yeah. And number oh wait, that's Roger Staubach. What the fuck? Who's this? Don't know who that is. Number one is. Jerry Richardson. I don't know who that is. Uh, oh, he's a former player who now owns the Carolina Panthers. That's a little bit. Mm-hmm. But Michael Strand's not even on this list. He has to be making more than. Because I think Brett Favre, they said he was like $100 million. Like, I guarantee. I mean, Good Morning America has to pay more than that. Any co any And not even counting, like, his sports casting shit. Yeah. 
I mean, this was this was published though within this past week. Huh. This article I'm reading. Uh, across the board. Are we reading this wrong? Is he going from making like fifty bucks a week to hundred <laughs> bucks a week? And we're still it's Kelly Rip is still shitting on him. I mean, this seems to count everything. Like it you talks treacherous house Negro. I knew it. It talks about uh, the different He's deals like, that he has. I just want my kids to have dental, Kelly. Could you please stop? They yeah. both need braces. <laughs> Do you want them to end up like this? Not wink, wink. Sort of need braces. They both need yeah. braces. Uh, I guess it makes sense. Like Brett Favre was in Wrangler jeans. Sears. Sears can't be paying that There's much. There's no way. But I know what Sears pays. It's not fun. <laughs> uh, Tom Brady makes sense. I guess he is like the one dude modeling like Ugg boots and shit like that. They make Ugg boots for dudes? He does. I'm sure if you put him in like a fucking leotard and fishnets, he'd still pull it off and it would sell a couple copies. I didn't know they made him for guys. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a guy in a pair of Ugg boots. Tom Brady's very metrosexual okay. when you see him outside of football but he's just like so, so surprising he can get away with that in boston <laughs> well I, I think he could suck the dick of fucking anyone in public and he'd still be like hey one of four super bowls he's pretty wicked piss awesome when you think about it as long as he still gets to win yeah as long as he's still peyton or uh, tom fucking brady i don't think he matters what he does that city's gonna love him missing four games this season though yeah, that's pretty crazy. I don't know what to make of that Goodell shit, because they are really just zeroing in on the Patriots in just a brutal way. Because yeah. right now the draft's about to start. Patriots have no first-round pick. They just took that away from them. For an investigation that an independent study found was like, eh, they weren't really cheating. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like an independent study that was like, there's nothing really at fault here to blame someone on. And Tom Brady destroying his phone isn't enough for you to cause any issue. But because the NFL is governed by itself, it's just like, Roger, like, fuck you, Tom yeah. Brady. We're taking your number one draft pick away, and you're suspended for four games. It's pretty crazy. It's absurd. Uh, I think, uh, what was his name? Ray Rice got less of a suspension for beating his girlfriend in an yeah. elevator. <laughs> you're like, this is absurd. Yeah, it is ridiculous where they draw the line. For the longest time, I didn't have a problem with Goodell. I always was like, eh, he's okay. I don't have an issue with him either way. But I've definitely kind of reached the point now where I'm like, this is pretty suspect. Concussion was way too nice to you, yeah. casting Luke Wilson <laughs> as you. I saw somebody who said, was it, it was uh, the most unrealistic thing in all of draft day was Roger Goodell getting cheered when he came up to the podium and that's a pick. Like, there's no way that's happening. <laughs> yeah. I guarantee he's going to get booed the shit out of it this year. Oh, yeah. Because nobody likes him at this point. Well, maybe New York. They'll... It's not New York. It's in Chicago this year. Oh, really? Yeah. And ironically... They're... They're like, ooh, what a bad year for this to have been in Boston. Yeah, to move. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> But they're gonna they're looking to move it every year now, and the front runners for next year are Philadelphia and LA. Dot dot dot. The two cities that don't have a number one draft pick next year because oh, they traded them away. Don't put it in Philly. I <laughs> feel like that is such a mistake. That's the worst. I like so people are like, "Whoa, look at this city! We're here in the Hammerstein Ballroom. What the fuck? Who one cares?" Of, one of the other groomsmen at this uh, wedding I was in a couple weeks ago is from Philly. And uh, just randomly talking, he's like, Philly fans get a bum rap. We're not that bad. I'm like, no, you are that bad. That's why ECW works in Philadelphia. <laughs> that didn't happen in any other major town. The only reason that 
company that's run by such a skeezy, like a skeezing uh, shithead like Paul Heyman would work is because it's in Philadelphia, and you guys will eat it up because just everything else about it screams Philly. It's a town where most of it's like, well, I'm not going to throw the first chair at this yeah. group of guys wrestling, but I'll throw the tenth and yeah. the hundredth and the. Oh, I might throw the first. Let's see how drunk I get. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Paul Heyman. <laughs> Beers are four for a quarter. <laughs> but screw you, Paul's pony. <laughs> I'm the face! <laughs> Stop it! It was just slow. You're gonna be sad, but I'm I didn't dead. pay $12.50 to see slow wrestling. <laughs> or $12.50 to throw my chair and miss. I didn't sneak in here. I'm a Philly fan. <laughs> I missed with that chair that stopped throwing them at me. I didn't dress like women and sneak in here and not pay the admission to see you wrestle like that. Uh, how was that wedding, by the way? It was great. Yeah, it was a fun time. Good times all around? Any, yeah. any craziness happened? Uh, Scotia, calm down. We're talking about interesting podcast things. Besides Scotia barking her head off. Um, At the wedding? Yeah. It was she late. got an invite? I, I took she her, had a plus one and she didn't bring me? I took her as my date. Okay. <laughs> she okay. said she was going to behave. And then she wore the sluttiest dress. Yeah. She... White. For white. For whatever reason, decided to wear these very close dress to the actual bride. Too close that it wasn't coincidental. She knew. There weren't tons of guys that brought a dog as their date. They all knew who it was. Yeah. <laughs> I really couldn't hide that. Uh, no, it was a pretty good time. There was, uh, like, her 20, like, her younger brother was a groomsman, too. Just turned 21, like, three days before. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was pretty good, because he set the bar pretty low for, like, staying sober at all during any function. So <laughs> it's like, oh, no one's really giving me too much shit for my third bourbon and rocks before dinner gets served. <laughs> Just because old Larry down at the other end of the table is like, woo! <laughs> He's shirtless with a sweatband on and like, woo! <laughs> a boy toy written across his chest and like, what you hope is just yellow toothpaste or white toothpaste. Yeah, I threw up in the deep end of the pool. No one's going in there. Mm-hmm. He threw up right on the steps. <laughs> I'm looking pretty good right now. If anything, this is really kind of lifting my stock up. They're like, wow, Mike, you're pretty reasonable. Well, you're not a complete you. mess. You're so coherent. <laughs> really all we needed from you today synchronized blinking instead of one eye first <laughs> and then the other what eye happens. instead of just letting the old boys go wild uh, it's a re- relatively important day just passed by over here in PA we mm. just had our primary oh did you vote? are you registered? I'm registered Republican Okay. I did not vote I had a podcast. And doesn't the state give you, like, as much time off as you need to vote? Uh, I think I've heard you can get, like, a full break off. I, my, our place is up here, though, so there's no bus that's gonna take me up here, go to the polling place, come back down, and vote. Mm Mm-hmm. And I had a podcast to do that afternoon. I couldn't do it after that. You're such a turd. Uh, it was a pretty good, like, I've been doing Weekly Manga Recap for five years now. I was pretty proud of myself for being like, look, I know normally this is on a Wednesday and this wouldn't interfere. My co-host needs to shift it to Tuesday this week. It's like the first Republican primary that's made it to Pennsylvania that mattered in, since the 70s, Christopher. It's been so long. Since, like, a Reagan Carter. I don't mean, <laughs> like, it's easily the first one in your lifetime. Yeah, uh, but on the plus side, Weekly Manga Recap is now the 61st best hobby podcast on iTunes, so I think I made the right decision in this. I don't. I feel, look, I mean, not for nothing. Donald Trump won by one vote. That's (laughs) real. 
Well, that's good, because had I voted, he would have won by two votes then. Boom. You imagine if it had been, like, that tight of a race, how shitty you'd feel like, oh, I gotta start lying and pretending I like I voted. I don't think I'd feel that bad. I feel like Donald Trump at this point winning is a foregone conclusion. Like, I don't know if he won the nomination, but I feel like he him winning the popular vote and winning the most primaries is just a given at this point. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna stop that. Even if they figure out a way to goober him out of it. At yeah. The, the, yeah, even if they take that away, it's not as though, like, the, this primary is gonna decide anything. And even then, at that point, I'm like, look, even if this dude does win the Republican nomination, I can't foresee a future where he wins the actual election. Like, unless Hillary Clinton wins, then has, like, a heart attack midway through her campaign, then survives, and then's like, I love eating babies and fuck them, fuck Edward, Edward! But she's like, mom, and she thinks she's saying the right thing. Oh, yeah, she's <laughs> like, she's saying with all the, the cadence and pride of, like, a empowering progress, speech about women. Progress, progress! I'm like, well, alright, so we may have to start settling in on the idea of President Trump. She's only ahead by two points now. Let's just see how that rolls off the tongue. Oof. Not well. Not great. I was really hoping Pennsylvania wasn't going to go for him. I mean, how many places have it? It's like been, what, like Ohio, I don't think, did? Where's Oh, that he hasn't won? Yeah, where's Cruz from? Uh, Cruz is from Florida. Uh, Kasich was the governor of Ohio. Yeah, he didn't win Ohio. Didn't win Ohio, and he hasn't won most of the southern states. It'd be nice if you could point to, like, oh, the southern states, those hillbillies, of course. Yeah, I'm like, who the fuck is voting for him then, I guess? New York, New Jersey. I mean, he won all those northern states this last week. That's absurd. Like, how does... The only places that he's losing are, like, in the south. To, like That's bruise. crazy. Because they're like, mm, I haven't seen him in church in a long time. <laughs> Is that really the defining yeah, that's it. Trump wow. sounds a little Jewy. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. I would have assumed it would have been. Like, <laughs> Where the South is like our one beacon of stopping Trump. <laughs> they're the one guy's holding it together. Yeah, I don't know. I... I... And you see the stats, like, 56 of Republican women, 56% of Republican women voted for Trump. Like, what? How did you, have you not watched television? Have you not heard? Do you not have Twitter? Are you just, are you in a cave? <laughs> and you just haven't heard about who he is? And you came out and you're like, Trump, I think I saw that name in a tower at some point. Yeah. Certainly wasn't calling Rosie O'Donnell a cunt seven yeah, times. Yeah, so it certainly wasn't him being like, I'd like to punch her in her big sloppy puss. And her fat tits, because she's yeah. fat. Get it? Boom. Fat big pig, which re- totally degrades her point of being a woman, her value of being a person, if she isn't hot to me. <laughs> like, okay, um, I'm still going to vote for him. Though. No, but look at my hagged out 40-year-old wife. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I, it's looking like it's going to be a rough election year. It's going to be really shitty. The debates might be relatively entertaining. I mean, be, the, the, the key to it is whether or not he gets given the nomination. Because I guess they can still just take it away. They can be like, here you go, Cruz. It would be bad for Republicans. That, it it be, makes him a martyr. It, it makes him a martyr, and it would just tear apart like half of the... like The public opinion would just go to shit. Yeah. Of being like, oh, so this guy can win the popular vote, but go ahead and fuck that over because you guys don't like him? Like, that would... No, we need to just let him fall like flat on his face in the general election, which he will. Yeah, that's my that's my hope. Like, I'm not enamored with the idea of President Clinton, but I mean, if, if that's my only two options, this is what you guys gave me. Yeah, <laughs> this is what you're offering me. I'll definitely take President Hillary over. I'd rather have that than have Cruz 
somehow like get swindled into the nomination, <laughs> still lose, and then everyone be like, if President Trump had won, this would have been a yeah. whole different story. Oh, God. Can you imagine? Any Trump supporter you know, which yeah. I hope isn't very many, but... It's got to be more than you think. Yeah, that is the shocking thing when you, you have to realize how many votes he's getting, how I just assume nobody I know is a Trump supporter, but there there has to be at least one. Who would blow your mind the most if you like they came out as a hidden Trump Uncle supporter? Uncle Ricky. <laughs> All right, that'd be pretty crazy. <laughs> Our Uncle Ricky is a very like staunch... New York liberal, liberal. married to a Jewish lady. Yeah, <laughs> goes to a lot of museums. <laughs> yeah. Writes a lot. Poetry. Very, yeah. That doesn't very, rhyme. Very smart guy. <laughs> That would be shocking. Uh, Terry comes out, Trump supporter. She's like, I've always been a big fan of this guy. Do you still talk to her? Yeah. I mean, we <laughs> you, definitely have do to... Do you write her off? Do I disown my sister? Like, <laughs> you just stop talking to her. Get the hell out of here. I assume it's her new boyfriend. Like, there's got to be something here. <laughs> Is it Was she that big of an apprentice fan? Like, She's like, oh, I just love him. He's... The steaks are amazing. Like, steaks are amazing. You, the vegan, love yeah. the steaks. Tell, which I don't think he even has anymore. Tell me anything about his policy. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe. <laughs> She's like, well, I've always been in favor of a giant wall being erected to keep out the Muslims. Like, it's not what the wall's going to do, but all right. I'm seeing a lot more about you than I thought I ever had. Yeah. it's Getting mm. a real picture of my sister I thought I mm. had clear before but now i see it was mm. quite muddy hmm. not quite as opaque as i once believed you were <laughs> you got lucky mom stroked out when she did because yeah. she would not be happy about she'd this be at all pretty furious <laughs> i mean she'd have no job or real method of doing anything in response but she'd be very disappointed yeah in between like blowing random dudes under the subway <laughs> to get... but now if you tell not her, an actual subway the restaurant do you not... think she knows about the election at this point i'm sure she'd be like that man i hate him because I, I started to think of it, I was like, well, you know, in the house, primary just came up, I was clearly busy reading the podcast, you're a registered libertarian, and I don't think her mom can vote, and even if she could, should she be allowed to? It's one of those points where I'm like, she doesn't really understand the issues, nor does she particularly have the capabilities to. But that's is like 16% of the people is, that vote. Is this making me a monster thinking about it too? Like, in my mind, this is how the thought process is I mean, going on. Can, That's like literally 60% of the people that vote. <laughs> or people that don't know anything about hardly any issues. Yeah. Am I really going to stop mom from voting? <laughs> like, I don't know, whatever. What if, but what if you see your hands already on like the lever that says Trump? And that's like the moment you just... And they're just like, one vote could decide the song. You're like, ah! Christopher was right. <laughs> Hold on. You're in this moment. You're at the polling place. You see your hand on Trump. Do you do you call out, hey, you can't let that woman vote. She's retarded. And just <laughs> see what happens from there. But the option's Clinton. Like, who gives a fuck? I don't <laughs> I mean, like, if it's like my dream thing, like, oh, John McCain's back and ran, and that's like the one thing stopping from winning, like... Hey, grab that feeble-minded cow. She's not allowed to vote. Stop that simpleton. She molested kids or blew up the Eiffel Tower or something. Just start shouting words like, bomb, terrorist, pedophile. Like, stop it. N-word. N-word, N-word. N-word. This has got to work sooner or later. Eventually. Well, thank God the news got here. N-word, N-word, N-word. N-word. Terrorists. Children are sexy. In your mind, you're like, I'm going to be such a hero tomorrow when President McCain gets elected. Children are delicious. <laughs> and I mean that they taste good. Not that they, I find them sexually appealing. Yeah. Because that's better. True. Uh, I 
I'm going to be very glad once the election's over. It's so got so long. Stop, and I can stop hearing about it. Uh, because the Pennsylvania primary just happened, we were hammered. It was awful. Just news reports, updates to where everybody is. And of course, that's when everybody who's on my Facebook wall, which is mostly just friends and family people went to school with, that's where all of them have to start commenting. Uh, the I guess the only thing of interest that came out of it is that Bill Clinton was actually at the building I used to work at downtown for a speech. Oh, yeah. He had, like, one in the uh, the atrium there. And I was like, that's oh, kind of a bummer I don't get to see him. And I was like, what would happen if he's, like, just like, spontaneously decided to start walking through the building and just mm-hmm. see what people are doing? Stops by my machine. He's like... Tiny Toons spent just how I spent my summer vacation, eh? Beauty is teen times. Yeah, I guess... Jim, this terminal. I guess I did get more like, Tiny Toons, how I spent my summer vacation. Is this a good way for you to spend the taxpayer's dollar? Oh, look at the tits on Babs. Oh, it's pretty good, actually. Like, you know, she's like a child. A rabbit. And flat as a board. And and a cartoon. (laughs) That's my first one. She's flat as a board. Also a child. (laughs) And a cartoon. And a rabbit. But flat as a board regardless. (laughs) No tits. I mean, come on. Nothing there. Uh... I just, just him coming in like, well, I think this might have to make getting you booted off as part of President Clinton's first new act in office. Like, oh no, like that. I become part of like their smear propaganda campaign. Like, stop Goombas like this. Stop Goombas like this. Like big signs pointing around my face. Get pigs out of whatever department he works at. We didn't bother looking it up. I was like, I'm on my break. You came in while I'm allowed to on my break. And the Republicans just take you over like, we agree with this kid. Bad Bunny needs bigger tits. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, she doesn't. I, wait, that's not... Hold on, wait, when, wait, where do I start with this? That's not my argument. Also, I don't think she needs bigger tits. She's perfectly fine the way she is. Not that I sexually fetishize her at all. Oh, I've gotten really over my head. What are your thoughts on Lola Bunny? Alright, Lola's super hot. Let's just be honest with that. She's super bangable, like, as a cartoon rabbit scale, definitely a 9, maybe a nine and a half out of 10. She is flawless. Yeah, the tits fairy visited her quite a few times. Oh, please. It's like Natalie Dormer gave her a little bunnier tail and <laughs> put her in a pair of booty shorts. She's marvelous. The point we're getting at here is that fetishizing Babs Bunny is just weird. That's grossies. Talk to a girl, people. Come on. That's there's no way they take this argument seriously. But Shirley DeLune, she could definitely use for some bigger fun bags. Yeah, I mean, she's supposed to be a little What is this? PBS? Come on, Warner Brothers, get it together. Yeah, start drawing these things. What's Steven Spielberg forgot how to draw tits on something? I don't believe that. (laughs) Not for a second. No. Alright. We can definitely knock some fun bags on Shirley DeLune. Yeah. I've seen who framed Roger Rabbit. You think she just drew Fifi to be as hot as she is and didn't have the ability to draw some big-ass rack on one of the other animals Fifi. that they want? Fifi did have a bust, didn't she? She had, like, a bust uh, line for some reason. Yeah, I mean, they definitely did. Uh, she's one of the few Looney Tunes that didn't wear any clothes, if I recall. So they had to, like... But she did of, have, like, an not, like, an hourglass, but gave, there was... They gave her, like, uh, definitely, like, a shape. Like, a sexualized shape a little bit. Which is weird, because Babs and Shirley DeLune didn't. Oh, let's see. Fifi... Is it, like, that's how you justify, like, an amorous female skunk? Like, well, look, she's already built for fucking... I mean, look, she's got tits and a snatch and everything. Well, it's one of those things, actually, now that I'm looking... Well, no, okay. This is one... I think this is one intentionally made to look sexy of her. But yeah, she definitely had, like, an hourglass figure to her. A little bit. 
Um, like, if you look at this one, we sound like just disgusting <laughs> monsters. No, that's obviously like an early drawing. <laughs> I mean, why are... I, all I typed was Fifi Tiny Toons, and I'm definitely... Like, the image searches are definitely a lot more sexualized than I thought they'd be. The point where I'm a little concerned about what normally people get when they search this character up. But to be fair, she was also supposed to be a little lecherous, right? Like, she was supposed yeah. to essentially be just the younger female version of I'm Pepe ashamed Lady. to admit it, that's probably the, one of the Tiny Toons characters I know the least amount. I'm sure they couldn't get away. She was probably just Why like, are you ashamed by this? She was... Were you like, I was... She was really kind of my support. I know I've been talking. I feel like I just muted her the whole time she was on, but, um... So keep like, going. Is keep that going. like an adjusting Let's yourself old man fart? Uh, what was I going to say? But I... They probably just made her kind of boy crazy. You couldn't make her anywhere near as rapey as... No, there's no <laughs> way you could have done what they did with Pepe Le Pew, where she's like literally clawing and grabbing like a young male cat and just pulling him in like... Ah, this is like right yeah. after Monica Lewinsky, so like the whole like over-sexualizing cartoons was like, let's tone it down let's, a bit. Yeah, let's... Tex Avery's not around We can't anymore. make her like cock-hungry. She's <laughs> still 12. <laughs> she's still in elementary school. The demo, main demographic for this program is still like in you know elementary school. We can't go too crazy. But it was weird. They but make like they... the more amorous character. It's like oh, she's got a bust line. When Babs and like Buster pretty much look the same like body type wise. I mean, we never really saw Babs outside of her sweater though. It's true. She... Let me just type in <laughs> Babs bunny bikini suggestive, and let's just <laughs> Babs bunny mm, slutty. Uh. Wait, Babs Bunny rapper? That can't be. Oh, she definitely rapped in a couple episodes. Was she? Yeah. And Babs Bunny net worth also pops up? Oh, come on. <laughs> uh... They paid her in carrots. <laughs> Babs Bunny. How extensive of a Wikipedia are you guys? I'll go four pair. Not counting that inner one. Just going through her entire... The Wikipedia one, not the Tiny Toons. <laughs> not the Tiny Toonspedia. <laughs> That's going to be pages. I'm All sure. right. Well, this this she doesn't even have her own page. It looks like. It looks oh, like she's okay. List of Tiny Toons characters. That's um, kind of reassuring, at least. <laughs> yeah, she just has one like real. Oh wow! In here, uh, main character dislike being addressed by her full name. Barbara Ann Bunny. That's right. That'd be like, like a good trivia question. It's like someday. a Barbara Streisand thing. Yeah. Uh, she could change her entire... Oh, yeah, I did forget she was also, like, a celebrity impersonator. Mm-hmm. Um, she did stand-up one episode. Her role model was Honey, the girlfriend of the early Looney Tunes character Bosco. Oh, that's right, because they didn't have a positive female Looney Tunes character from back then to put in. I don't even remember... I barely remember Bosco. Yeah, when Bosco barely has a link because he became too racist by the... <laughs> Bosco and Honey. I need to see this. I vaguely remember Bosco. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's definitely... That's when they're like, hey, we're just gonna do obvious Mickey Mouse ripoffs. Yeah, if you had told me this wasn't... If you had told me this was Disney, I'd be like, I, absolutely, of course it is. And if you told me it wasn't Disney, I'd be like, so when did they get sued? And as soon as they figured out color, then... Like, before color, I guess you could say, look, we're working with limited things. But once color happened... Disney's like, okay, you can't continue to do these obvious plagiarisms. Yeah. I mean, hold on, is this the actual character? Because when you look at them like this, they look like they're just like uh, Animaniacs. But I think those actually are Animaniacs. I guess yeah. these are what they looked more like. Yeah. 
did they... Which is pretty racist, honestly. <laughs> I mean, they look like monkeys. They got jobs. They look at monkeys. It's yeah. a pretty progressive role model. I mean, the they're, time, definitely. they're both dancing. Yeah, they both, they're happy. They like music. They could really be a tag team in WWE if they keep this up. Oh, they do look like the head shrinkers. Yeah. Where are we with this? Oh, right. President Clinton being very angry at me. Right, okay, got it. <laughs> no, got to wrap that up full circle. Time to stop looking up hot characters. Slutty Dodo Go Go. Slutty Elmira. Oh god. Um so I found out a piece of news that super excited me. Phil Collins died. <laughs> I'm super stoked about that. Like, whoa! No, there was a rumor for a while that uh they were they're working on a new Tomb Raider movie and like the rumor of who would play the new Laura Croft kind of you know because uh, Angelina Jolie played her before yeah. kind of like at the time you're like that's a the part casting. that she was probably like, like chick, hot chick like has thin, big ass tits yeah like she fit that perfectly the rumor for who the new actress was going to be was Daisy Ridley for a time and I was absurdly stoked about that she's got no well curves to her though here's the thing They've rebooted Tomb Raider since then. In the new Tomb Raider, she's like a lot more of an attainable body oh, type. Oh, she's not like unrealistic Barbie. No, like, let me see if I can get an image of it. Um, Tomb Raider. Now and then? <laughs> let me see. Uh, just to like compare it to what she looks like. Uh, if I could, I'll just show you this one. Even though it's like a computer animated version. Like that's what she looks like now. Like of a... And okay, so not like triple G. No, she has like a perfectly reasonable bus size. Like it's she doesn't wear booty shorts in the mansions and secret caves and shit like that. A lot more of like a, a reasonable portrayal, okay. I guess. Say. But I was super excited about that because there's there's still something, I guess, because her origins were kind of being like a sexual object. There's something still very sexual about the character, mm -hmm. and. I'm and there's nothing sexual about Rey in Star Wars. See, there's nothing sexual about her there, but it, you can't deny that Daisy Ridley's cute as fuck. She's pretty. She's absurdly attractive. And yeah. I'm a little ashamed at how, like, attractive I find her. I think it's partially because she's probably the last, like, new actress it's going to be slightly acceptable for me to have this much of a crush on. Because now once they start popping up, they're going to be like, you know, late, you know, yeah, early 20s. And I'm going to start being like the late 20s guy. Like, oh, ho, ho, I'd really like to bang on that drum. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, don't think about it like that. <laughs> if you can't live precariously like that, then I certainly can't. But I was super stoked about it. Like, I, if you had told me Daisy Rayleigh got cast. You're not even a Tomb Raider fan. I played the new game and I actually liked it a lot. I never played the old ones. I just never had a PlayStation after I had I just sucked at them. Well, no, because after... On the PlayStation, I heard they're good, but I didn't own one. And by the time they started making them for consoles I did own, everything I heard about them was that they were flamey piles of shit. Like, I never heard a good review about them after that. It was like, oh, these are complete garbage. But after they announced the reboot and kind of described it, I was like, oh, I'm kind of into this. And I played the game. It's, it's pretty solid. Like, it's a little weird. Like, the start of the game's like... Oh, you had to survive on this island, and things are tough. And then at the end, you're like, oh, and there's demons on this island, and a mystical ghost who's trying to keep everyone from escaping. You're like, all right, this is a little absurd, kind of out of nowhere. I guess that's Tomb Raider for you, but... I can only yeah. play them at the mall outside of, like, the toy store on, like, the demo PlayStation they had. Yeah. 
and it would be a bunch of kids there. And as soon as you died, you had to give it up. And I would just like fall into like an alligator's mouth within like 30 <laughs> seconds of playing every time. Like, oh, I waited in line for 15 minutes. <laughs> 15 minutes to do this. Yeah. I, I, and mom I, would see it be like, that's all right, time to go. Great. No, I didn't die yet. Oh, you're pretty fucking dead. No, I didn't saw that alligator. He chopped your puss right up. You're out of here. <laughs> like pulling you out by the ear. Like, oh, yeah, no. they ate your pretzel. It took so long. <laughs> I was only playing for ten seconds. Oh, it's this is an eternity for me. It's a small pretzel. No, they're not. They're huge. <laughs> Annie Ann's is such a far walk, too. Uh, no, but I, I, I'm not. I am not a crazy Tomb Raider fan. But just the idea of her playing Laura Croft was absurdly cool to me. Mm-hmm. And then today, like. Literally in like an hour before we recorded this podcast, looked on Twitter, and they announced she's not playing. They announced who is playing Laura Croft instead of her. Anyone you know? It's some fat, ugly cow I don't give a fuck because it's not Daisy Ridley. <laughs> I actually, I don't know. Adele? No, I, I don't know. Um, Megan Trainer. I don't know what her name is. Alicia Vikander? Vikander? But she apparently is an Oscar winner. I don't know what that exactly means. Oh, was she in Danish Girl? <laughs> was that her? She has a weird looking face. I didn't recognize her, but I'll be honest, I forgot a lot of things about the Danish Girl. Um, cast, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, starred in the, da- uh, in the Danish Girl and Ex Machina. Uh, apparently was always the studio's top choice, even though there were reports that Daisy Ridley was being considered. All yeah, right. how old's Daisy Ridley? Like 21, 22? I think she's actually older than that. I think I looked her up at one time and she was like 25 or something like oh, that. Oh, okay. Let me just see. She looks really young, too. She looks absurdly young. Um, she has a very youthful appearance. I don't know how young she I assume, but I assume she was like 16, 17, 18 in Star Wars. Yeah, uh, let's see, Daisy Ridley. And I mean, to be fair, in, in Star Wars, she also is kind of, uh, not, I don't want to say that she's made up frumpy, but it's not made up. At, they don't sexualize her in any way in, in yeah. Star Wars. I feel like, like if you look at that photo you right You can there, tell like, she holy hasn't douched shit. in forever. Forever. Like, absurdly attractive. And 1992 was when she was born, so... 24, I guess. About that. Ten years younger than me. Yeah, she just turned 24, so. And that is ten years. You don't have perverted thoughts about her, do you? Why? Because <laughs> she's ten years younger than you, Mike. <laughs> That's she disgusting. could be your daughter. She <laughs> <laughs> would bang some super hot 11-year-old at the time. Which I, I certainly just... didn't do. Yeah. Wink, wink. Last week. Yeah. I was pretty bummed about that when I heard the news. I was I was so into a, a Daisy Ridley. And yet didn't have the time for voting. I did, you had the time to busy. saunter sulk around this house. I just I'm like stomp like Daisy Ridley's not gonna be Laura Croft in a movie you movie. probably really wouldn't give a shit about. I despite <coughs> not having much of a opinion on Daisy Ridley, or not Daisy Ridley, on uh, the Tomb Raider games before this, I still saw the other Tomb Raider movies in theaters. I feel like it was one of those things Adam dragged me to, but I'm sure I wasn't too resistant on, because I'm like, Angelina Jolie and booty shorts shooting guns, it sounds great! 
But I def or I think maybe Frank even wanted to see it, because I think he had played the Tomb Raider games. But I saw them both, and I can tell you nothing about those games, having or movies, having watched them. Something about treasure hunting. Yeah, I, I mean, she's essentially like a female Indiana Jones, but... I remember uh, Daniel Craig was like, turned out to be the bad guy in one of them. Was he? Yeah, I guess he was supposed, he looked like he was going to be the love interest, and then it was like a real uh, Charlie's Angels 2, where he came out and fucked them over. Uh, no, that's think, the first one. Well, uh, yeah, that's right. That's Demi right. Moore is the bad guy in the second one. Yeah. Did he, did he come back in the second one? No, he dies. Sam Rockwell? Yeah. No, he dies in the first okay. one. I thought I remember some, like, comeback antagonist in the second one. That's another one Maybe I saw. Maybe Tim Curry is the fat Russian? <laughs> Possibly. Oh, God, wasn't that Bill, uh, Bill Murray is Charlie in that? Bosley. Bosley. In the first one. Yeah. Didn't come back for the second one. They replaced him with Bernie right. Mac. I remember Bernie Max being in there. But then immediately someone. they treat him just like he's Bosley, and they're like like hugging on him every chance they get, and it's like, oh, that's not Bill Murray. <laughs> What's well, uh, you better die in eight years. <laughs> Take that. That'll teach you. This is my super Lario's gypsy curse. <laughs> I can only use it once. Like. Definitely, it's going to take eight years. I definitely felt like I should have used this on like a terrorist or a serial killer or You're something You're going to be like on that. kind of the downslide anyway yeah, afterwards. I don't really... I like some of your stuff. You'll Bernie Mac show was pretty 55, good. 55, just, just young enough to still be like, oh, that sucks, but not really old enough to consider die young. <laughs> yeah, just just young enough that it's still sad. Yeah. But, you know, nothing that's going to stop the entire world. Not old enough that people are like, why? <laughs> why? Someone! He was so youngish. Stop this! When will the tragedy stop? 2016's the year that all of our famous black people won't die, thank God. Um, Do it here. Google something for me. Okay. Uh, Babs Bunny. Topless. Do you remember a comic strip called the Fusco Brothers? The name vaguely sounds familiar. Oh, yeah. With, like, a dog. Like, it was a person. Like, it didn't look like it was. It's a very human like a weasel, face. almost. I completely forgot about it, and then it, it popped up, and I looked at it, and it was like, oh, my God, it's a comic strip panel of a bunch of me's talking to it each other. It actually is. Because everyone's just got, like, gigantic noses. It's like, hi, Mikey. Oh, hey, Mikey. How's it going? I mean, that, like, that's kind of what defines the Fusco brother dog here on the front, is just the fact that he's... He, you know, he's a dog, but he just has, like, a very human face, but just the snout extends like, off. Like, even the women. Look yeah. at that. It's like me and dressed as Princess Leia, like, we can't let the Empire win. If you search the Fusco Brothers and then go to images, at least three of the panels of the example strips they're using have a panel devoted to just someone's nose. <laughs> It's absurd. What? What? What is like? Why? Don't why read them. So... They're not funny at all. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking. I'm kind of skimming. I read about right twenty now. of them the other day. I was like, oh, were these any good? And no, they all. Did I find terrible. my spirit animal? Yeah. Are these? Is this? Guy, Am I Fusco? Is it like when Homer when he sees that logo that Mr. turns Bubbles. out to be like? Yeah. Like, are, did you rip off my essence? <laughs> But they're not funny at all. That'd be great. Oh, it's like perfectly encapsulates you to like uh, Axel, cheap. an alcoholic who enjoys a good uh, Irish drama from time enjoys to time. Enjoys a good enjoys a good coupon. <laughs> he 
is trying to live life in the city. You read it, you're like, oh man, I hope I learned so much from Axel. And it's just like the first comic's like, it's going to rain today. Spends his day... Can I suck your dick? Heaving. <laughs> <laughs> hey! Hey! Spends his day heaving through Harrisburg, <laughs> looking for bargains and blowing strangers. <laughs> looking for nose polish. Because he's just run out yet again. And constantly envious of the much smaller noses around him. You're like, those are smaller? <laughs> Look at those! They're enormous! They're like toucans! <laughs> now, where did this run? Was this like a... It was in the Sunday or... papers. It was towards the... It still runs. Somehow. Yeah. Wow. No, there, there, are, there isn't somebody now who can get into the industry as a cartoonist now, right? Like a Sunday morning cartoonist. I mean, I guess you... I know people can make it online as a webcomic artist, but like, it doesn't translate into the papers now. Like, the people who are in there are just in there essentially for like tenured, right? It pro It's probably got a few more years of still being regional where like you can be a big deal like whatever and just in the Northeast or just in the Southwest... With, like, local audiences. But as, you know, as those old people, like, 50 and above that are still buying newspapers, as they all die out, it'll definitely be... You probably got a few more years of it, but, yeah, it's... The page is closing. They used to have... Back in the day, they had... um, Because there were your comic strips, your Peanuts, your Garfield, Foxtrot, all those were in there. And I remember they used to have one or two panel strips that were just, like, serials. Essentially, like uh, Mary Worth and Mark maybe, Trail. Maybe that was I. I, I like it's just the drama. guy that just hunted down like poachers and stuff. And yeah, like, like like dramas and it, yeah. it, like uh, like almost like old radio ones where you'd expect, and you just get two bits of those like a week. Now, for something like Peanuts nowadays, you know the uh, the art the artist is dead. They just rerun them essentially. They do classic ones. He's yeah. unique because he specifically put in his will. I don't want new artists to take yeah. over. But for this ongoing, these ongoing serial ones, do they still make new fucking, are they still advancing the story of a comic strip narrative serial no, that's they gotta been running be for like 30 years? It's gotta just be rerun, because everyone, I mean like, I don't... Is it rerun and you're like, I read about this thing 17 years ago, I'm not reading this again. I mean, I think Dick Tracy still gets run in some papers. I mean, I'd have to like... Maybe if it was like they ended and you start up a new one in its place. But I can't comprehend the idea. Like, I wouldn't be offended if I read the same Garfield strip twice. And I'm like, who cares? A comedy. Yeah. I watch a you know, silly thing. But if I'm like, I read this adventure. I know what happens to the poachers <laughs> in this face one. gets away. This sucks. I hate it. Chairman strikes again. And lo and behold, he doesn't make it. <laughs> Another great villain wasted for the... Dick Tracy Rogues Gallery. He shot oh. the wrong Dick Tracy. We all know this. <laughs> and, yeah. When it's Chaka, when he shoots one in between two of them, him and his evil doppelganger, he ends up killing the doppelganger. Yeah. Two boobs bought yellow trench coats and fedoras. God damn it, Dick Tracy. You're ruining your chances. You're never going to get your own spin-off movie at this rate. Flat Top Jr.'s never going to get away. <laughs> You know all these Dick Tracy villains off the top of your mind? Way more than I should. Yeah, I'm going to say, like, these names sound like Dick Tracy villains. I, I was know. a big fan of the movie as a kid. That is true. That was the movie when you were a kid. Which he... was definitely, like, a labor of love. Like, Warren Beatty's like, I'm getting this made. And Al Pacino's going to be the bad guy. This is, like, right at the beginning of, like, Al Pacino doing some kind of, like, weird choices. <laughs> Starting like... to downturn. Yeah. 
no longer just being like, wow, he's amazing. Being like, I can't believe he's in this, to where it's now just like, oh, he's in another movie? Like, the All late right. 80s, early 90s, like, Scent of a Woman, when he started playing, like, kind of caricatures, like, I don't, you've seen Godfather. Yeah. Like, that's, like, a really subdued kind of, and that's a great Al Pacino performance. He's still, he's still kind of, like, nasally, this New York accent, like, you know, don't ever ask me about my business, Kate. And then, like, in the 90s, he just became like, well, let's see what happens! And just, like, over the Ooh-ah. top. Yeah, and that became, like, what he does now. He doesn't know how to do anything else. Yeah, I, I mean... At this point, he's so old, too, I guess he doesn't even care doesn't give a shit. He's like, whatever. I've made all the money I'm going to make for being quality. Like, I'm not going to get into too many dramas now at this point. I don't even care to. I'm just waiting until Marvel puts me in a movie at this point. Yeah, just for, like, those extra few bucks on my way out the door. What's I think they're going to, because I thought he said at one point he'd love to do a Marvel movie, and it, I, I think that's kind of someone they probably wouldn't mind getting at some point. I still like, I like, I even kind of like his over-the-top, because he's, I mean, the talent's still there. He's almost like a comic book character. But if you talk to, like, like people our dad's age, they're like, no, like, you see him in, like, Goodfellas and, like, Dog Day Afternoon, or Godfather and Dog Day Afternoon, like, that was, like, real acting. That was, like, subdued acting without being over-the-top. It'd be like right now if Oscar Isaac all of a sudden just went like crazy over the top in every performance. You're like, that's not necessary. You were fine before. Yeah, you were doing just fine a little bit ago. I don't know why Apocalypse needed to... Honk. <laughs> jazz hands so much. I do think he's like, he's definitely cemented himself as like the big actor right now. As far as like hitting levels. I mean, he's doing the mainstream stuff, and he gets you know, uh, like, stuff say, like inside Lewin Davis. He's, and, yeah, he's definitely hitting a weird spot now where it's like, sure, I'll do Star Wars into Apocalypse. into Well, let's just see what happens from there. I assume Apocalypse will probably be a one-off thing. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, it shouldn't be, by definition. <laughs> are you worried for it at all, or are you super excited? I'm super excited. He still looks a little weird, I'll grant you that. Do you have any concern, though, about Jennifer Lawrence? No, she's definitely it, someone who, when she got cast in this movie, wasn't nearly the big deal she was. No. And you I mean, like, her performance? I'm worried about her making her too much of a focus in the movie. Because I liked her in first class. It's not... I mean, she's probably, I guess, what you'd consider the lead in that movie. But I still consider it more so a story about... Xavier. The female lead, yeah. But that still puts her at, like, third. A distant third behind. I, well, who, was, who was top billed on that movie, do you think? Probably Michael Fassbender. Just he's a bit more name recognition than what's his name. Now, who do you think is, is the other good? guy? James McAvoy. James McAvoy. Now, who do you think is going to be top billed in a podcast? It's going to be Jennifer Lawrence. She's yeah, that's no. that's what worries me. Is they're going to make her character so much more of like a focal point? I don't mind. If you've seen like the ads, it's very little of her as Mystique. It's her yeah. just like clearly she doesn't want to do the makeup anymore. Which so I get. Like I have an Oscar. I don't feel like walking around naked with like five hours of blue makeup on me. Hey, I get that. And the thing that worries me is the trailers indicate Xavier's out of commission at some point. So it's like it's up to me to lead the X Men. I'm like, oh, I'm hoping this isn't as riddle snaky as it sounds like it's gonna be. Like, in the big fight against Apocalypse, it's like, let Mystique lead the charge! Like, hmm. Well, I guess Xavier gets sidelined at some point after, so maybe there's a period where she does kind of have to pick it up. I mean, Cyclops is getting introduced in this, so you hope he picks up the baton. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, she's got an Oscar, so I'm sure they're going to say, why not? But, but I, I think I don't think she's going to be 
as central as it looks like right now. It's she's just, definitely all I think the, that's the smart way to market it. Yeah, she is all over the trailers, and it, it could turn out that she's not. It's a lot of characters that are in the movie, too, so I'm sure we'll find time to kind of bounce. You've seen the newest around. one? I was going to ask if you've seen it. Yeah. With the, the very end. Shink! Couldn't they have kept that a little quiet? I mean, look, I'm not surprised Wolverine's in the movie, but there was part of me that's like, why didn't you save this for the trailer? Or for the movie. Why didn't... Yeah, at this point, I would I'm agree. I'm like, if the movie comes out in two weeks, could you just... I still like it. I feel it? like I would have I would have heard it before it came out, that, like, oh, by the way... Yeah, movie. but would you have been shocked that he's in the movie? Like, if someone told you that Wolverine's gonna be in the movie, I'm like, of course he is. No, because... I been, mean, he's, he's so much in Days of Future Past. He's in... He's been in every X-Men I mean, movie. he's pretty much actually the star of Days of Future yeah, Past. Yeah, I, I was actually... I, that's why I didn't ask for Days of Future Past, because, like, Hugh Jackman was the lead in that one, yeah. I consider... But, uh, I mean, his, his name's Hunter Anna Paquins, but it's obviously... Yes, she somehow. Was, <laughs> she was just the star of that film. But, um, yeah, I would have just kind of kept it under my hat for a little bit longer. It would have been kind of nice to have I'm fine with it. I, lo- I love it, because I, I probably would have figured he was in well, it. Obviously, he's not in it a lot. No. You don't see him in that final fight. It only seems to be that one scene that's probably just, like, a tease into, I guess, what's going to be his final movie. Yeah. It's unique, because that, it's, that character, you can do it. You know, he's been that age and looked that way since, you know, the fucking 1800s. So it, it's unique that they can keep using him in that in that context. Um, I mean, you know, he, he doesn't... He's not long to keep doing this for much longer. Yeah. So you'll probably get that third Wolverine movie, which hopefully redeems... I kind of like ex-Wolverine uh, Origins, um, and I didn't mind... The Wolverine in Japan, whatever the fuck that I, was I called. Thought the Wolverine was okay. It had its merits. Like it's not. It's not bad, but it gets shit on a lot. It's it's a movie that, especially with like now, the real bad guy. <laughs> yeah, and, and now that we've reached a point where it was clearly like Fox being like, well, we just gotta kind of stretch this into a lot of things. Before they were like, oh, we have like uh, like fifty other X Men characters we can kind of give more stories to rather than here's Wolverine's side plot in Japan that. Nobody liked when it was in the cartoon. Put a crowbar of fake Madame Hydra in it for some reason. Or, yeah, Lady Deathstrike or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah, there was a lot of crap in that. Um, but it still wasn't a bad movie. Like, I still hey, watched You thought it. Silver Samurai was kind of cool? Well, we took him, sort of. Yeah, uh, anyway. He's anyway, like he's a, a brain on a... He's a Transformer. <laughs> yeah, he's like some dude in a robot suit. Anyway, he's dead. <laughs> uh, Made an impenetrable suit, yet wore no helmet in it. <laughs> it seems like a poor decision on his part, but what are you gonna do? Um, yeah, I, I guess it could still be pretty, pretty sweet though. Yeah, I'm sure it's not gonna be a lot, but that just adds to it. Yeah, I'm very much looking forward. To, once again, kind of a short apocalypse. That's a little he can weird. Grow, though. That's that's the thing that's I don't know how it's all yeah, but I'm assuming he's probably not doing tons of that. And I'm still not convinced that's not just the dream sequence. The did shot of him attacking Xavier like in the institute. Did you see the other villain that's in the movie? No. In the movie. There, there's another X Men villain who's used I guess a little bit more than as a cameo. Stir? No. Oh. No. It's it's a low not lower tier. Not get so excited. It's not Toad? Like, it's not Grizzly, <laughs> but it's on the same level as Toad. But they're not like one of Magneto's henchmen or anything like that. They're just in the movie for someone else to beat up in one scene. Blob, Blob's in the movie. I'll just tell you. I don't know why I'm thinking right. around the bush so much. Hmm. But they actually have a Blob in this that's not Kimi from Lost. Oh, so the they reinvent. <laughs> He's not just the super buff guy that got depressed and started eating a lot? No, he looks like a big fat piece of shit. But it's someone I think Angel beats up probably in whatever, I guess, like his showcase to 
Maya Apocalypse. Okay. I don't know. It's like in a cage fight. But I thought it was kind of cool they put Blob in there. Oh, yeah. Too much to hope he'll get his own movie about him and his, like, bromance with that one dude who just exerts gravity and being like, what's all Oh, yeah, the guy that's force fields. Yeah, uh, and the, it's, like, shot of him, like, carrying food towards him so he can keep him alive. Like, yeah. I'll feed you! I'm the only one! It's such a compelling character trait. Yeah. And you're like, why hasn't anything ever touched on this before except the comics? Why it's is, so sad. He's just a fat butthole. Yeah, like, he's, like every other thing, he's like, I'm big and fat and a total jerk. Hey, nice tits, Rogue. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, the comic, it's him like, forsooth, exertion, man, no. I'll baby bird it into your mouth and my mouth. Forsooth. Yeah, it's, what, like, not only does he have to be the physically most repulsive character, <laughs> but he's got to be, like, a total sexist pig, too, <laughs> like. Oh, it's such a bummer. Like, I kind of always... It's weird. The character's always, so fat with so few layers. <laughs> I was always so fat as a kid. And, like, Bob was the kind of person you hold on to. Like, fat's kind of like a superpower in its own way. And then you hear about, like, the, uh... Hey, House nice tits, cupcakes. Yeah. <laughs> House of M come by, and you're like, most mutants lost their power, including Blob. Which I guess his mutant power was apparently just that he was fat. So now he's skinny, but all the excess skin didn't snap back, so he's just a hideous abomination of loose skin. Floppy you know, like, skin. And oh, God. Like, it's just me. Like, he's actually oh, handicapped God. now. He tried to commit suicide, I believe, yeah. in the comics. It's like, oh, this is so depressing. Why would you do this? It is, but yeah. I'm like, what kind of story is this? Again, he's a real shithead in some versions of this. Doesn't he deserve at least a little bit of a happy ending? Can he be like, oh, my mutant powers are gone. Oh, but I'm in better shape. Maybe with this new lease on life and a better... More positive. Maybe it's not being so myself. angry at the world. Yeah, maybe I'll stop shouting at women to take their tops off and nice cabooses. They're I'll... not all cupcakes. Uh, what's his name? It's like it's something fat too. It's like Bubba oh, Lubbock, like fattiest or... like. Mc... I know he's from Lubbock, Texas, which just sounds fat. Uh, let me see here. Like Beauregard or. <laughs> oh, his name is played by Kevin Durant. Frederick Frederick Dukes. Frederick Dukes. That's right. Yeah. Dukes. <laughs> Uh, I started watching... It's got I, the last name that sounds vaguely like he's pooping. Yeah. He's a big blob. Hello, also, my name's Jeffrey Shard. If I'm the blob, I'm a superhero <laughs> defined by how fat my Pants. body is. Yeah. <laughs> why would my superhero outfit be a leotard? <laughs> why would I pick the outfit that exposes how hideously out of shape I am the most? Like he pushed Lady Bird out of the way. Like, give me that costume. <laughs> give me this. <laughs> like Miss Marvel was about to squeeze. You can in. wear this trench coat. Yeah, he was like Miss Marvel was about to squeeze in. He's like, give me that. <laughs> I'm wearing this now. I get no. I assume he sounds like Louis Anderson too. Yeah, I get no sleeves, but yeah, I mean, look, that's like flabby... the one vaguely sexy part of him is like he's got big arms. Yeah, flabby arms can sometimes look big as long as you're still muscly yeah. under it. But that's no pants. Thing. Like in a leotard too, just emphasizes how. Big your crotches. Like, he's still way. supposed to be, like, my height. Yeah. If not taller. But then you look at that shot, there's, like, you're so fat, there's no way you can even, like, even with, like, a 74 inch reach, you still can't touch your bed, the end of your belly. <laughs> it's <laughs> so sad. Do they give him, like, a, an explanation? Ooh, the blob. Like, the Wikiverse. The bigger they are, the harder they fall. Like, yeah, it's gonna take Juggernaut a while to get up. Blob physically can't get up if you knock him down. Yeah, there was actually kind of a cool scene in X-Men Evolution when they first had uh, Juggernaut show up. 
Because Blob was introduced as like one of the antagonists, like one of the Brotherhood of Mutants oh, yeah. right at the start. So he's he'd been like a constant character. But when uh, Juggernaut showed up, like the Brotherhood and the X-Men had to team up to try to stop him. And there was like a scene where the two of them clashed. And it was like, the unstoppable force meets the unmovable object. Let's see what happens. It was like a cool moment for Hot Second for Blob. I mean, Juggernaut slaps him away pretty quickly. <laughs> but for a hot moment, he looked pretty sweet. Like, wait a minute! How do you? How can you be that strong? And you're only four hundred pounds. <laughs> well, I don't get this at all. You skinny mini! <laughs> wow! Holy shit! Apparently, oh wow! This is actually starting to make me sad. Uh, apparently, his height is five foot ten. Oh no! So really? I'm taller than him. His weight was five hundred and ten pounds, which I feel like I know people who are at that weight or around that. And if that's was... so shocking. What? what is, well, how do you define his actual powers? The blob could create a monodirectional gravity field extending five feet from his center of balance, rendering himself virtually immovable so long as his body was in contact with the ground. His body formerly had superhuman strength and durability. The fat tissues could absorb the impact of bullets, cannibals, and missiles. Unable to feel pain, the blob, this seems like a lot for what... Yeah. I mean, I guess I just always assumed he was just he like did. so fat he didn't, you couldn't hurt him. But I guess they actually have to... Like Colossus actually get his fist stuck in him. Like, what the... Yeah, unable to feel pain, the blob skin could not be punctured, lacerated, frostbitten, or ravaged by disease due to its great elasticity and highly accelerated cell replacement rate. Um, His eyes, ears, nose, and mouth were not as resistant. Uh, The blob size and strength has been temporarily increased to various levels over the year. So, I mean, most of it actually kind of makes sense it's the first part there where it's like blob's able to create a monodirectional gravity field extending above him so like i'm like mm-hmm. this seems very lame way of saying like look no his mutant power is actually to stay fixed to the ground i guess that's how he was able to walk and hang out with uh unis the untouchable or whatever his name yeah was. that's right that was his name unis the i think it was unis i don't think it was i mean Eunice. u-n-u-s I would change it. You blew it on the first letter. Unis? Unsis? Unsis? Unsis the Untouchable? That's not bad. I can make that work as a nickname. Well, I think Dimension did just die. Like, the blob for all of his efforts was only able to save him. Yeah, blobs. I don't think Blob needs his own movie. I'm surprised he's getting another bite at the apple. I, I, is it another bite at the apple if he's like a he's cameo, dispatched quickly. cameo shithead character gets knocked out, essentially? I mean, it's more than you'd think that character. You, you wouldn't think he'd be in two movies. <laughs> but I guess there have been ten X-Men movies, so... I guess, yeah, I guess they have been there for a while. Um, I've been watching, or rather, I watched a documentary on Netflix. I think you had already seen it, because I think it came up as someone watched it. Uh, the Berkeley Marathons, or Berkeley Marathons. You watch this? It's a running documentary. It's about this marathon in Tennessee. Maybe not. I don't think so. Oh, wow. If you haven't watched it, you definitely should. It's awesome. I'm going to check um, it out tonight. It's about this marathon in Tennessee. It's got Babs Bunny in it? Yeah. And she runs naked. You have to catch her. <laughs> but she's a rabbit, so she's really bad. She's got Fifi tits. Uh, it's this very strange uh, marathon. It's five loops of this course, 20 miles each way so it's 100 miles but everyone who's run it says it's closer to 130 total Ugh. has to be run within 60 hours um it 
most years does not have any finishers. Wow. Uh, it can't be signed up for normally. Like you wouldn't go to active.com or something like that to sign up for it. Mm-hmm. You have to basically like ask the right questions, quote unquote, to the right people. Like they, the way they say it is, if you're if you're meant to run the Barkley race, you'll figure out how to get into it. Hmm. The pr- uh, cost of admission is a dollar six, which the guy taking the money does not give change. <laughs> so you either have to give him a dollar oh. six or just pay him five dollars. Um, and if it's your first time running, you have to bring him a license plate from the country you're from or state you're from. There's no course markers. You have to copy on your own map what the course's you know, trail is going to be off of his master map and then run it like that. And the way that you prove that you ran the whole course is you have to find books out in the wilderness and like rip a page out of it corresponding to your bib number. Oh. And all the books are there to taunt you, like Body in the Woods, The Idiot, things like that. Like It's a race that when you sign up for it, he sends you a letter of condolences instead of a letter of acceptance. Like, I'm sorry, but you've been chosen to participate in the Barkley Marathon. It is enchanting in its own way because it's such an absurd concept. Like, it sounds awful. Like, you watch people do it and you're like, oh, there's a big part of the course that's just running down a hill covered in briars that are just going to cut the shit out of your legs. And to do it, you have to do it five times. Like, he jokes around that doing three loops of this thing, which takes forever. It's, you know, essentially like 36 hours, like a day and a half you're going to be running. Completing three loops is considered the fun run. Like everything else after that, it's like the actual run. If you give up, he has like a guy come out to play the bugle horn like, burr, burr, Oh God. Burr, burr, burr. It's fucking, it's, it's hard not to want to run it though. Like I'm watching them do it. I'm like, this sounds so brutal, but it's part of it's like, maybe I could do it. And the moment I'm thinking that I'm like unwrapping my third star crunch of the evening. <laughs> I'm like, I, bet I could do that. Pretty to the crumbs of rice crisping and chocolate falling on my outstretched belly with my shirt, like <laughs> peeking up. Cause I just haven't bought it adjusted in a while. Like, I could do this. Like your belly button agreeing with you. You yeah. got this. All right, so I don't know if this sounds like something you would want to just run. Would you want to run it like out of your own volition, like just out of like a, as a running challenge? What's the medal look like? Um, I don't know if there is a medal. Oh, I have to assume there probably is. I, I mean, there's only like 15 people in the history of this course that have ever finished it. I mean, it, you're it's, almost guaranteed not to finish it. Yeah, that's the kind of tough but it's part. Like physic, but it, even completing one loop is an absurd accomplishment. That's a, essentially ten hours running or something like that. Like the dude. Where the is doc, it again? It's in Tennessee, like in the mountain area. Be nice scenery. And yeah, it looks like it's nice. You get to run with fellow runners and things like that. Because the way I guess it's done is. It's a lot of very strange rituals to this course, like the fact it costs a dollar six. The way like it starts is the guy's like, "All right, so today's the day it starts. Sometime between midnight and noon, we'll start." And the only way you know is like he'll blow a conch shell, and you're like, "All right, I only have an hour left." Then you go to the gate, and his way of like starting off, he's like five, four, three, two, and then he stops and he lights a cigarette, and that's the the starting signal. So that's when you start going. <clears throat> See, is that like the weird line between like kind of <clears throat> excuse me, 
kind of like um, naturalistic, or is that just like hipster, where it's like, oh, a dude's gonna blow a conch and then the <laughs> path blue ribbon? It's, and... it's I I it's ha- it's all kind of self aware. Like I guess this dude's known for like this isn't the only marathon he runs. But he's known for kind of running a lot of like ultra marathons. Mm-hmm. Organizing when I say run, he doesn't actually run. He's like a seventy-year-old yeah. man. But I think it's just him playing into the elaborateness of how odd this kind of course is. Like the fact that you can't sign up for it normally. You have to like ask the right questions to the right people yeah. to then get yourself into it. And then he about you have to write an essay into it to to like get oh. accepted. Like there's so many like hoops to have to jump through. Just to go there and fucking gobble dick in five hours and be like, I can't do it! I can't do it! I See, part of me is almost kind of like, I know I'd just eat shit on it. Like, I probably wouldn't even be able to finish I don't know if I could even trace his map. Like, I might just fuck that part up. But part of me is like, man, that would be like a crazy experience to just run that once. It's considered by many to be the hardest marathon. If only for this fact that it's just so many obscure parts to it. You have to follow the course yourself. You had to run at night constantly, like that 12 would, hours in the wilderness. That would do me a lot of damage, like if I had to bring a map there's, for a run. There's nobody, like, once you're out in the woods, it's just you and other runners. Like, there's no other person from his course, like, stationed halfway yeah. through who's like... There's no water stations. Yeah, no water stations. You have to bring water That's yourself. That's rough. You gotta bring we, a lot of water. Yeah. we. I mean, there's creeks and stuff you can refill at, but, like, it's... You have to watch a documentary. It's It's insanely interesting to kind of see them do it. And I think once you watch it, you'll get a better understanding. I'll be like, then I'll be like, Maybe. bring it on. I feel like if you if you like running for the challenge, it is like that. Hey, I did beat the Blurch. There were only two cake stands the entire run. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, uh, look, you take the Nutella out, it's essentially like doing the beat the Blurch for eight times over. <laughs> one loop. <laughs> oh. um, but once, uh, alright, so you've, you've heard essentially how it is. What would someone have to offer you then for you to run? Like, you don't have to... Let's say you don't have to. This is actually probably the big seller. You don't have to do pay the dollar six for it. Ooh, <laughs> you could just. And there's a sweet metal. You don't have to write the essay. <clears throat> yeah, and they make a super sweet metal for you. What would someone have to offer? <laughs> it hoots it, dudes. <laughs> <laughs> I ran the marathon. <laughs> uh, well, I, but I have to make it the twenty six miles. Twenty six. It's a hundred. It's a hundred and thirty miles. Well, you keep calling it a marathon. Like I can get away with just it's, doing twenty six. I'm saying. All right. Let's say. I don't know if. I, like honestly, I don't. Let's know. Let's say if you. Let's say if you could do one lap. One lap's essentially. They say it's twenty miles. Most people, I think, say it's probably close to like twenty three, twenty four. Mm-hmm. Um. You had to run that, and let's say you had to do it under thirteen hours. Uh, I like running. But every, so- but everything else is your course, I feel like you're and there's gonna be gay alligators. Yeah, and there's they're chasing you and if they bite you, you're gay. So <laughs> what happens? But not cool. Throw, but you're not cool with it. Yeah. You like hate yourself as you're blowing guys. <laughs> and I'm just gonna throw an alligator on you when it starts. You're like a gay Lestage. You're like, Oh why must I have these urges? <laughs> Mr. President don't judge. I don't get how I'm a gay Lestage, but I don't live any longer and I can't <laughs> I can't do anything cool. Uh, no, I was going to say... Like, <laughs> Am I, aren't I just a gay guy at that point? Why am I Lestat? <laughs> no, you had to do everything else, though, like the courses intended. Like, you had to draw the map, you have to, like, bring your own food and water because it's not going to be provided for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do all the rest of the challenges of it. What would it take to, like, get you out there for it? Uh, I kind of like this stuff, so you know what? Like, five grand. 
Five grand. All right. Let's say I know a couple friends. They can get me a deal with it uh, instead of five grand because I don't want to pay you. Uh, they can hook you up with a date with the uh, the mom from uh, Modern mom Family. Man. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> like the mom from uh, Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Rhea Perlman. <laughs> I gotta find out who the mom. You mean Diane? I mean, it's not like she's or Christy Alley hasn't really held up well either. I just tell you like the mom from your like deal. I mean, real pro. You get out there. I'm like, no, I meant the mom from uh... Shelly Winters. <laughs> the mom. Oh, what's uh the fighting? Not the fighting Fitzgeralds. The other Irish comedy that's on ABC right now. The real McGillicuddy. Oh, the like real McNeil. The real O'Neill. <laughs> the real O'Neill. Like, yeah. The mom from Raising uh, Hope. Oh, like the mom from. Oh God, you know that H that ABC series you really like. You're like, oh, Modern Family definitely. Get no, I'm waiting. No, no, no. I'm, I'm like, no, I'm at the mom from Blackish. I'm sorry. I'm at the mom from uh, the Goldbergs. <laughs> yeah, you're really into that, though, right? Yeah, Clemmy from <laughs> Reno Nine One One. You're all into that, right? The girl, you want to check her out. You've always been talking about how hot she was. Yeah, I mean, in comparison to her and the other chick, she was the hotter of the two, I guess. The hot, like, the hot one from, the mom from Cheers, like, well, I know Kirstie Alley hit the wall a while ago. Rhea <laughs> Perlman even Rhea Perlman was never hot. I mean, when Danny DeVito leaves you, how... <laughs> uh, no, uh, the mom from Modern Family. For free, but I gotta pay, like, room and board and getting myself yeah, down I mean, there there's no room and board you camp out in the place. we gotta get down there <laughs> yeah i'm fine no and you're gonna want to spend the night before in a real bed you're not gonna want to you have you stay the night there because he any time from from midnight till noon he's gonna blow that conch shell and if you're not at the starting gate in an hour there's no date and a gay alligator is gonna bite you in your dick while you're sleeping oh god <laughs> While I'm sleeping. <laughs> he's like, you won't know to he's expect He's going to follow it. you up to Harrisburg if you try and hell out. You won't know to expect it. Um, you'll probably be hard, too. Thinking about Beefy. <laughs> yeah. Thinking about Beefy. You big pervert. Disgusting monster. <laughs> you freak. Right in my open mouth. <laughs> um, I have chlamydia. Ugh. Um... So what, do I have to bring like a sleeping bag to sleep in between these things, or try like I mean you only gonna... have to do one loop. So oh, okay, uh, yeah, I'd probably. I mean, just for the story, that'd probably be worth it. Look, I'm, I'm not gonna lie; it's gonna be shitty. And those, what if I'm doing 25 miles the first like five? I'm gonna be like, this was stupid, and it's only gonna get worse from after. Yeah, because once you, and especially once you've gone the to bramble the pit, <laughs> yeah, the bri- like the briar, because. Uh, you watch it in the movie. It's not a spoiler. To say there's one dude who gets no focus in the race, and you just see him. He's decked out in like uh, camouflage gear, and I think like a shirt that says Marines on it. You're like, this dude will clearly do great, and like he's like, I got completely lost, and just murdered by that bramble, that bramble oh, patch. Oh. I'm done, and like quits like ten minutes into the race. You're, like, oh wow! <laughs> like it's, I think he said like he, the average, they say people are able to get is like eight miles into it or something like that and the shortest they ever had is like someone made it like an eighth of a uh, or uh like point eight of a mile in and had to give up mm-hmm. and that's like that dude who's just like i couldn't figure out where to go i was lost this sucks i'm just giving up and fucking burr, burr, burr. like <laughs> i would be so irritated i'm like i can't punch this old It'd be tough. I, you know what if i was out in the first like, 10 minutes like I would. he calls out fuck some, him like right he, in his face like, he calls out some fat dude who is, like, clearly not a runner. He just seems to come out to, like, burr, burr, burr. like, oh, oh. He's so infuriated. Where he switches the song up, gives you, like, the Barbell the Elephant song, like, burr, 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 burr. 
Oh, when he sees you coming back. Ready for your hot date? <laughs> Don't worry, Rhea Perlman showed up as your booby prize. I say booby ironically because she's got nuns instead of double mastectomy. She's got nuns. Like real Babs Bunny over here. You know, like, oh. oh, no. Babs was much hotter than Rita Perlman. How dare you? Besmirching my beloved Babs. I'm too tired to argue. I'm too brambled out to even complain. <laughs> I've got brambles in my mouth for some reason. Oh, my anus. It's brutal. You'll, if you watch it... My like... sweet chocolatey anus. <laughs> uh, if you watch it, it's, it's... it's. I might check it out tonight. It's astonishing at points. Like, you'll see, like, the one dude who's who's running it, trying to compete for first to be, like, the fastest winner of it. Like, he shows his feet after, like, loop three, and it's, like... It's a mess of flesh that vaguely oh. resembles a foot. You're like, oh, good God... It's absurd. I, I can't comprehend want like ever running it. And at the same time, I couldn't want to run it more. Wow. Than just after it's just that like that running spirit you get where you're just yeah. like I want to tackle. I want to put myself through a shit ton of torture because I don't know, this is the way. And I you're literally miles away from it, like sitting in your jeans, like watching yeah. It. When I'm at home, because the I thought like going through it, I'm like, what would be the things that would make this race difficult for me the most? Like, well, obviously the distance is huge, sleep deprivation, uh, the fact that there could be wild animals on the course. I burn like a peach in the I sun. Burn like a peach. <laughs> but I was like, I think the biggest reason I would have definitely oonse on this course is I'm like, it's cold season night because <laughs> I'm like in the middle of Tennessee and I think they run the course and like. February or March, like it's not warm yet. I'm like, yeah. oh, it'd be so cold these. I couldn't possibly oh, do I'd, that. I'd be burzied out. I'd be all so, and I couldn't stay warm. Yeah, uh, definitely uh, check it out if you haven't. Anybody who's listening who wants to see it, it's uh, the Barkley Marathons. You can see it on uh, Netflix. I'll, let you, I'll get back to you in the next one after I've seen it. It's pretty sweet. Uh, anything you want to throw out there before we wrapped up? Uh, are we going to do, because the next one will be for Civil War. Civil War. Are we going to do like 10 minutes before that and then see it and then after or just yeah, do it Yeah, we definitely after? can. Um, it'll be tough though because I'm planning to see it that Thursday. I guess I we could do that that Thursday yeah, before well, I go to see it. I don't have any plans right then, now. And then we'll save our reactions for it after we've all seen it. Okay. And I think we'll be joined by Travis. I should probably double check with that, but yeah. So well, all right. So I'll save any Civil War talk for for them. Yeah, that'll be that'll be coming up very soon, and uh, this one should go up very soon. And then I'm hoping to have another one of the ones we had uh, Sean on coming up soon. I, I need to get some time to edit it, but hopefully sooner rather than later. Hopefully, yeah. Sooner rather than we later. We got all the racist stuff out. It's twelve minutes. It took a while to get through. <laughs> Enjoy uh, America. Yeah, it took a while to get through Tamagotchi Pillow Talk or whatever it was called, and get through all of Sean's. Absurd stories, and you belligerently berating him throughout his entire reading of the story. Oh, he mumbles so much. It's ridiculous. It is funny hearing you a little bit inebriated, though, like immediately on his ass, like the moment it's like, oh, come on, enunciate into the mic! This is being recorded. This is like. <laughs> Stop, like, fucking boom hammering your way through this. Like, no, no, no. Yeah, there's far too much, like, uh,. Oomph, to Boom Howard's voice, though it's a much like a quiet. Yeah, it's like a sheepish stone Boom Howard. <laughs> Sheep, sheepish Boom Howard. That's a pretty good way to describe it. Yeah, that's exactly. And it. Sam in Jersey right now. I can't believe those guys talking shit about me. Edward, 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 Edward. And the amount of time he cracks himself up at the joke about like 
the pimp magnet that is Christopher. <laughs> Your pussy, bread, pussy magnet. The amount of time he cracks himself up at that, like, yes. so I was so offended by it too. It's like I, as you're sitting there with my page of the script and you yeah. see it coming, you're like, okay. I was like in the what, like the page before. I was like, I to- totally just posted a picture of me and him together. Why didn't he use that instead of the dog he doesn't have anymore? Yeah. That he probably just killed because he wasn't there to take the dog at the end of the month like he said he was going to. Exactly. Because he just shawned his way out of another responsibility. It's great. I wasn't <laughs> expecting this podcast to end with a whole lot of Shane on Sean references. But well, it was so funny because you're like bringing it up before you even get to that part. You're like, oh, what about what about that picture? Yeah, it's had that one picture. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, don't worry. It. it comes up. Don't worry. We'll, we'll address that. Yeah, Sean lets it, let you know his feelings about that yeah. photo. Sean lets you know just how much he cared about that. Don't be queer. <laughs> Basically did. It was pretty hurtful. Well, go fuck Sean's big stupid Applebee's face. Here, here. For Prince. Yeah, for Prince. <laughs>